you're listening to Parents You've Got This, the expert guide to parenthood. The complete guide to pregnancy, birth, baby and parenthood. This podcast is brought to you by Parents You've Got This and proudly supported by Mastella. Mastella is a natural origin skincare for babies and children, recommended by healthcare professionals. Mastella by Parents Side since 1950. Your baby goes through tremendous growth in the first few years of life. One of the best ways to keep track of your baby's growth is to learn about baby milestones. Today on the podcast, we welcome back Dr. Lexi Frydenberg to talk all about baby milestones. Dr. Lexi Frydenberg is an experienced paediatrician and she looks after babies right up to when they're 18 and she specialises in all sorts of conditions that affect them. Uh, She's a fellow podcaster and she's also a mum as well. Welcome Lexi. Thanks so much for talking to us about baby milestones. Now we know there's a huge range of normal when it comes to baby milestones but my first question is what is a baby milestone? Yeah you're right, you're right Christy. Babies' brains develop really quickly um, particularly in that first five years of life so we need some way of tracking their development. Um, so in general, development happens in the same way for, for most children, but at different um, ages and stages. So really the milestones are what we use and maternal child health nurses use to track a baby and a child's development in order to pick up any abnormalities or any concerns that we have so we can get onto it early and address these really to try and at the end point to optimise your child's development. Um, So in a broad sense, there are sort of four main categories of developmental milestones we look at. There's gross motor skills, which are the big, large body movements like walking, jumping, etc. Fine motor skills, which are the small body movements like picking up or reaching, grasping. Uh, Language and communication, uh, which might be non-verbal communication as well in those early years and social and emotional development. So at each stage, your maternal child health nurse or doctor will check for those four areas if there are any red flags or major concerns. So Lexi, can we go through those typical checks that you would expect at each stage? So um, let's start with a baby of one to two months old. At what stage does that check happen and what are the milestones that you're looking for for a one to two month old baby? Yeah, so usually, Um, At that sort of first baby check, uh, um, often it's a six to eight week check, we check predominantly for gross motor skills, so whether your baby can hold um, its head up, particularly when it's on its tummy, it's just starting to lift its head, and whether they're moving both arms and legs, making sure there's not stiffness or an abnormality in one side of the body. Um, There's not a lot we check for fine motor skills at that age, but the social and emotional skills even start developing from from birth, as you probably both both know. So a baby will respond when um, when they're crying and if you pick them up, they might calm down. They might start looking at your face. They might start smiling in that one to two month range. They're listening to voices. They might react to some sounds. And m- many babies are quite social at this age and you can tell that really early on. And when should you worry? So I think it's important to have some familiar re- familiarity about what to expect but that's why we've got these maternal child health nurse checks in place because if there is something significant your health nurse will either just review it or get um, a referral to a pediatrician usually early on. What are the sort of milestones Lexi for a three to six month old baby? Yeah so once again 
dividing it into those sections, the gross motor skills, a baby might start to roll at four to five months, both front to back and back to front. They might push up when they're on their tummy. And at about six months, they might start sitting with some support. With regards to fine motor skills, the baby might reach and grab a toy and might start putting things in their mouth. Um, with regards to language and communication, they'll have some squealing noises um, and you can play a game and take turns making sounds. And from a social emotional point of view, the baby might start recognising familiar faces, laugh, show excitement. They often flap their hands or their legs. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. And they show interest in people and they start responding to their name. So there is a variation of normal, but I'm just giving you a bit of a feel about what to expect over that time. Is it important, Lexi, or should we not be doing it to encourage our little ones to reach these milestones? So you spoke about, um, you know, turning from back to front or front to back and sitting supported. Are they things that we should be trying to encourage our little one to do or is having tummy time sufficient to develop those skills? You know, should yeah. we be dangling a toy over to the side or, you know, yeah. or do we just let them be at their own pace? Yeah, very great question. And I think people can get quite hung up on the milestones. Yeah. And we really, I really don't get hung up there. There is a guide if there are any red flags. But what we want parents to do is just to engage with your child. They want to make faces with you and, and make noises and just be there in the moment and your child will develop these skills, mm -hmm. these social, emotional, language skills. And in terms of gross and fine motor skills, you know, babies who are given opportunity to be on the ground and, and play or, you know, just move their hands and grab things, they will develop these skills at their own pace. So yes, you can put them on tummy time, but I really wouldn't get caught up on, you know, setting your watch and making sure every day they've got this amount of time. What do you typically expect um, in regards to milestones for a nine month old baby? Yeah, so ba I, I love nine, nine to 12 months it's babies. Baby. They're just <laughs> starting to really come into themselves. So from a gross motor point of view, they might be sitting independently, they might start crawling. Um, from a fine motor point of view, they reach and grab and transfer everything, puts everything in their mouth, starts raking things towards them. And they often develop a little pincer grip between that first and second finger and they can pick up little things like raisins from the floor. This is the time <laughs> to be really careful and crawl on all, floor, all fours and check your floors because everything goes in the mouth. Um, also at nine months, from a speech and language point of view, they start babbling, they're quite social. They might show a few emotions, happy, sad, anger, um, and they can start differentiating between people that are familiar and strangers. So they might start getting a bit clingy. Um, they often enjoy games. That peekaboo game's a really good one. And when you leave the room, that's when they often react. So you might get a big tantrum in the, when you leave the room because of, you know, that familiarity. So, yeah, they're starting to develop that personality at nine months. What about at a year, Lexi? This is such a big milestone as parents. When your little one reaches a year, I think it, you know, it's as much a bigger milestone for us as it is for them, um, if not bigger. What are some of the baby milestones that you're looking for in a one-year-old? Yeah. So once again, it's that um, progression. So from a gross motor point of view, babies go from crawling to often pulling to stand, furniture walking, and they might walk independently. But, you know, if they're 12 months and they're not, it's not a red flag yet. We've got lots of time for that. From a fine motor point of view, they start drinking from a cup and might want to finger feed and have that independence. 
from a language point of view, you might start getting a few words, mama, dada, usually dada first, which can be quite <laughs> frustrating. Um, but they often can start following instructions and understanding a bit more. And from a social emotional point of view at 12 months, they often start showing affection and love, responding to their name. They might show fear in new situations and be a bit clingy as well. But, you know, 12 months is also, you know, a really beautiful age. And what baby milestones would we see at around 18 months? Yeah, so once again, progression. So gross motor, most kids by 18 months are walking independently. So between 12 and 18 months, that, that happens. They might start climbing on and off the couch. So often uh, falls happen at this time. From a fine motor point of view, they might start scribbling on everything, which can be good. But, you know, if you don't want them to, keep those pencils and pens out of their reach. Um, drinking from a cup, finger feeding, might try and use a spoon. From a language point of view, a few more words. They might follow one-step instructions, pretty simple instructions still. And from a social emotional point of view at 18 months, they're often pointing to show you things. They want that sort of shared interest, that curiosity. You might start looking at books or you might have already, but they might be a bit more interested in looking at a book and looking at you know, particular things you're pointing at. And they might let you um, help, you know, it might let you dress them, which is often quite a challenge at this age group because <laughs> yes. they want some independence. Yeah, me do, me do. <laughs> What about at two years, Lexi? What should we be yeah. looking for there? So once again, dividing it into those domains, the gross motor, often the children will be walking quite well by two years of age and often running and, and running away from you, but they don't have a sense of safety yet. So please keep a close eye on them. Some children might start kicking a ball around this age as well. From a fine motor point of view, they've often got their finger feeding, you know, well and truly um, nailed, but they might start using a spoon. They might start building a tower with a few blocks and, and colouring in shapes and, and colours. From a language point of view, their words might increase. They might have more words and they might start putting two to four words together at, at two years of age. Once again, understanding of instructions, following simple instructions, naming a few familiar people, pointing to body parts or pictures in books, that all starts to happen. And often they move. They might start moving from parallel play where they play next to another child to showing some interest in playing with another child and really excited to see other children, which is really nice. But as we mentioned, these milestones are guidelines and there's a broad range of normal and that's why it's important to have those regular checks and also trust your instincts. That's such great advice, Lexi. If you've got a premature baby, are the milestones the same or um, as a baby that was born at term? Yeah, so it really also degree, depends on the degree of prematurity. So it's very different for a 26-weeker than a 36-weeker. But we do really correct um, under 36 weeks. We do correct for, for age because, um, you know, these babies were you know, as you said, premature and they haven't had the chance to spend that time in the womb. So yes, it is different for premature babies. So when you say we correct, you mean that we judge them about when they should have been yeah. born? Yeah. yeah. So we call it their corrected age. 
Lexi, we love what you said before about how, you know, there's lots of time for them to achieve these milestones and keeping that in mind and in parents groups and things when you see someone else's child is, you know, overachieving over there in the corner. Um, how do we know when we should be seeking help at each stage? Yeah, I think it is really challenging. I think there's beautiful things about being part of a group, that social, emotional support and interactions. But when, it, when parents start comparing, it's really hard or when we compare as parents. But that's why we've got a really good system in Australia with the maternal child health nurses, regular checks, if during COVID or if you've moved from interstate overseas um, and you've missed some of those checks, just go and, and take your child to the GP or maternal child health nurse and just check in. And they've got checklists that will check those milestones. We don't expect parents to know these milestones and try and remember them. But as I said, if you're worried, if the health nurse is worried, if the GP is worried, they will send you to get checked, either through a general paediatrician if there's multiple areas of concern, or if there might be one area like the gross motor skills, your child's not walking or um, dragging one leg when they're crawling, you might go straight to an allied health professional like a physio, or if it's fine motor skills, an OT, an occupational therapist, or if there's speech and language concerns, they might organise some tests like hearing test is really important and may, if they're usually over two um, or two and a half, send to a speech pathologist. But, you know, vision and hearing, really important. Um, I might not have mentioned that yet, but, you know, your health nurse, GPP, will send you to the right people to get help if they're worried and investigate if they are worried there's a reason behind these delays. Well, thank you so much, Lexi, for being on the podcast today. That's such great information and, you know, also some good advice there about not to worry and just enjoy these little people because it goes by just so quick. Absolutely. A huge thanks to Mistella for sponsoring this episode. When we become parents, we welcome any tips and tricks that can make our lives easier. Mistella's specific care range includes products you may need for your child's specific needs. This includes Sicostella for the little skin boo-boos, vitamin barrier cream for nappy rash, and the shampoo and cream for cradle cap. Mistella products are dermatologist and paediatrician tested and they're our family's favourite. You've been listening to the Parents You've Got This Expert Guide to Parenthood podcast. Never forget parents, you've got, got this. this. The information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended to support, not replace, a discussion with your doctor or healthcare professional. Parents You've Got This take no responsibility for any medical decisions made by individuals based on the information provided in this podcast. Join a Parents You've Got This Masterclass today to be prepared, excited and educated for pregnancy, birth, baby and parenthood. Visit www.parentsyou'vegotthis.com.au and sign up for a masterclass today.